Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Talk About Adulting. I'm your host, Sammy. If you are new here, thank you for listening and let's get into it. And if you've been here, you already know what's up. We locked in. But yeah, let's get into the new episode. So today's episode is titled, Mom, Thank You. Now, for those of you that that don't know, My mom passed away April 6, 2023, and today's episode is basically me just kind of giving you guys, I just introduce you guys to my mom and let you know the type of person she, she was and how much she has impacted me and, um, how I'm going through this whole process. Like, how am I, like, I'm going to just give you guys a little update on, like, my whole grief roller coaster and, like, how I'm dealing with everything. And, yeah, um, you know, like I said in my first video on Instagram, I said, we healing together all 2023. So, I hope this episode help someone even if it's just one person two people whatever as long as it's helped or has done something for someone that's all that matters to me so thank you guys for tuning in and let's get into it so let me just introduce you guys to my mother lisa sanchez lisa Lisa, my mommy was, she was very much, I don't know, she was dramatic, I ain't even gonna lie, that was, that, but, you know, okay, she's a six, I'm a seventh, so, you know, we Virgos, so, like, I'm literally her, you know, and I know I'm dramatic, she was queen, the queen, dramatic, she was very caring, very, um, loving, she was funny, funny as fuck. She was not funny <laughs> for no reason, just funny. Um, she was very. She could be. She could. She sometimes she was a little spicy, like that's when that Puerto Rican comes through. That's like oof, great, like chill out. <laughs> um, yeah, she was. She was special. Like I don't even know how to describe it. Like. My mom, she's low-key like a hippie, too. She always gave me hippie vibes. Just, like, mad free-spirited. Just, like, you know, like, peace, love. Like, <laughs> some calm shit. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes, like I said, though, she would be spicy, so don't get it crazy. But <laughs> majority of the time, she was, she was always, you know, just good vibes, good vibes. And... She was always supportive of me. Like, she has supported every little fucking dream I had. <laughs> Literally, like, yo, there was a... T- this is mad funny. Okay, this is... A, this. A, oh, my gosh. Oh, by the way, you know, if you don't know, you know, this is a a 420-friendly discussion because, you know, my mom... Loved her plants, her herbs. <laughs> but yeah, okay. 
back to the story. So my mama, she was like mass supportive of me. Like no matter what I wanted to do, whatever, whether I wanted to be a, a meteorologist, anything, yo, if you know, you know, but I had this, I wanted to be an actress when I was younger, like one of those child actors, acting, acting, whatever the fuck. So I remember, yo, if you know, you know, I know, you. yo, if you know, you know, you ever was in the car listening to, to the radio, whatever, and you hear, well, hey, boys and girls, do you want to be on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon? Yo. What they had those little fucking acting talent searches shit. My mom took me. She fucking took me. Yo. I was souped. I remember I was in the car. I was like, Mama, can you take me? Can you take me? Can you take me? And she got the number and we she called. We inquired. Yo. They signed me up. Boom. We went to the audition. I'm nervous as fuck. I remember I was mad nervous. And she just was there, just keeping me calm. Just like, you got this, Mia. Like, you good. You know? She was just... I miss her so much. (laughs) But she was just so fucking supportive. Like, what the fuck? Like, she really was so supportive of me. Like, I remember, even as, like, in that moment, me there in the fucking audition, I was so fucking scared. I was so scared because I'm like, damn. First of all, I barely even know what the fuck I'm about to say. Then it's like, I'm practicing these little lines. They gave me a line for, like, a cereal or something. I forgot. But I'm over here practicing these lines, trying to, you know, do my best to, you know, tap into my acting skills. And I remember I was so scared, though. Like, I was really so scared. I was so nervous. I wanted to cry. And then when it became my turn, I remember my mom, she just told me, she just looked at me like, like, go ahead. Like, you got this. And I remember I went. I stood in front of the fucking judges. And one of the judges was, what's his name? What's his fucking name? Mr. Mr. Mosby from Sweet Life for Zach and Cody. Yo. That's when I was shaking in my boots. Bro, I had to sit there and read this one line to him. You know, act it out. Bro, I think I did good and I ain't even gonna lie. I think they wanted me back, but, you know, times are tough. Times are tough. And it was a scam. But, um, yeah, I remember she just looked at me, like, so supportive. And it was just like, damn, I got this right there, boop. Boost my confidence up. I went, right? And I did that shit. After I felt like a fucking... Yo, I felt top dog. I said, yeah, I did that. You know, like... <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah. Like, that was light work. <laughs> you know, it really wasn't, though. But my mom was just always there, just like... Woo! Cheering me on. Like, my that was my number one supporter. Yo. No matter what. I wanted to be a meteorologist before. She supported that, too. Used to take me to the library just so I could get some books. I used to take on mad books. Mad books on weather I knew about. Yo. Yo, I knew what clouds they were. I knew <laughs> I knew what type of clouds I could look up. Yo, that was crazy. I used to look up in the sky, and I used to be like, that's a cumulus cloud. Bro, I knew all the clouds. My mom was so proud of me. Like, I ate that up. I was really trying to be a meteorologist. She was out here supporting me, buying me them little science kits. I was like, <sighs> oh, 
wildlife is crazy. But, yeah. She really, like, y'all don't understand. Like, I love that lady so much. And it's like, it's like, honestly, it's like it's hit. It hit me. But I feel like it hasn't hit me. Like, I feel like, like, if I'm going to be real right now, like, part of me just feels like, like, not that this is fake because that is not fake. But, like, I just feel like it just feels weird. It feels just so weird. And it's like, I don't know if I've accepted it, but it's like, I don't think I accepted it that fucking fast. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, there's no way. I feel like maybe I'm in denial. But I don't think I'm in denial. Like, I know it's like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just so complicated. It's so complicated. But, but yeah. I'm all beginning off track. This is why I don't smoke. Um, yeah. Sorry. Um, after these few advertisements. I just want to say... I want to say a big shout out to my friend, um, Jazzy, Jazzy Fizzle. Um, this is a little promo advertisement. Um, get your cheesecake stuffed strawberries. These shits is busting. Shits is busting. Get your cheesecake stuffed strawberries. Ten out of ten. I highly recommend. By Indulge Ri. That's i-n-d-u-l-g-e dot r-i on i-g and don't forget you know once you get that cupcake or i mean that cupcake once you get that strawberry don't forget you know you might want a little chocolate cup of strawberry oh mother's day is coming up you might want to get your mom's face beat you know might want to dress her up do a little makeup get some chocolate covered strawberries my girl's a two-in-one so you know what that means she does the strawberries and she does the makeup 10 out of 10, I highly recommend. Go see her. Stop playing with her. Her social is going to be right here posted. So tap in. And yeah, let's get a bite. Thanks. Look at that. That strawberry. Thick. Ready? ASMR, ASMR. Crunch. Ready? Bitches cold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So yeah. Tapping. And back into the anyways, tapping. And yeah. And <clears throat> basically I just wanna um I guess give insight like to those that have like lost a parent or you know like I feel like as we get older you know like for so long I kind of always felt like my parents were gonna live forever if that makes sense but like you know as you get older stuff happens you know life catches up to you and shit and in all reality um I I never would have thought about losing my mom. 
So losing her God not humbled me, but like <clears throat> it reminded me to just do better and be grateful for the time I had with her and for the time I spent with her and stuff. But it also made me I don't know. It changed me. But we'll get into that. But yeah. So I just wanna take a minute and a moment first of silence for my mom. Now let's get into it. So where do I start? <laughs> where do I start? Um my mom was very sick. My mom was very sick with, she had a whole bunch of diseases. Um, she had kidney failure. <clears throat> it was a lot. But I'm going to just get into like the last couple months. So basically about a couple months ago, I would say ending of 2022, um, me and my sister was with my mom. Went to a doctor's appointment, and the doctor, her doctor, my mom's doctor, basically told us that um, she's gonna have she's gonna have some like she's gonna have a year or two left, and then they said she's gonna have a year or two left to live, and to you know make the most out of it. They were giving her medication to you know, I guess prolong it or like. They were giving her medication. I mean, the medication was open. She had strict rules. Take the medication. <clears throat> uh, just a quick background. My mom, um, Virgo. Virgo's sister. Nah. But um, my mom was 50, 55. I'm sorry. I suck. Like. Meant too much of my mind. I believe she was 55 though. Um, 55, she had three daughters. Um, if you've listened to my podcast before, you you know my sister passed away, so <clears throat> I had two daughters left. Um, and she had two daughters. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I was just confirming my mom's age. Sixty I mean fifty-five. So yeah, basically, um what ended up happening was January she stopped taking medication. Oh when she stopped taking her medication, the doc the her blood flow wasn't flowing properly through her veins and her legs. So when that happened it caused um, blood clots. So one day my dad, <clears throat> excuse me, my dad ended up, he was with my mom and he noticed her leg looked kind of pale. So he brought her to the hospital and they found that she had a lot of blood clots and the doctors basically wanted to do surgery. But my mom, was um I was on dialysis for eleven years, so she has kidney problems. So 
when she went to the hospital, they gave her blood thinners, you know, for the, um, sorry, for the, for the love clots. And giving her the blood thinners caused internal bleeding in her stomach and stuff. So when that happened, she went to ICU and they put the whole breathing, I mean, they put the whole, the whole surgery aside because her breathing started like messing up. She was having breathing issues. And then she was having breathing issues. And long story short, it just kind of, it was up and down. Because that's a lot. And I'm just thinking about it. That's a lot. <laughs> and it was just going up and down her, her, <clears throat> excuse me, her overall health. It was like one day she's, she's doing really well. Then the next one she's going, it's looking bad. And it's back. It was like for like two months. And then by May, I mean, we're in May. We're not even in May. Oh my God. <sighs> by April. Oh, by March. Thank you. By March. By March, um, they were talking about getting her comfortable because it just wasn't looking good. Like, her feet were lost so much blood flow that they wanted to amputate it. And the thing was with the amputation was that there was a big risk um, of infection and the overall surgery was a risk because of the state she was in. And yeah, so we weren't, she, she was, she wanted to do the amputation because, you know, she she was she was fighting she was fighting she was fighting through and she wanted to do the amputation and then the doctors was just kind of like they didn't recommend it but we were going to do it but then we she ended up having a rare disease that happens to like one 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 percent to four percent of dialysis patients yeah one to four percent and she had that disease <clears throat> and it was basically, I don't know the name. I have to look it up, but I'll put the name here. But that disease basically eventually was going to attack her whole body. So it was really hard. Um, me and my sister <clears throat> were basically the ones that, like, we had to decide what was best, you know? And for so long, we were like, no, we shouldn't get her comfortable yet. We was like, we need to keep fighting. We need to have faith. You know, we always, we had faith. We prayed, you know, like, <clears throat> we did the best we could. But it was like, it was really hard to see my mom in the amount of pain she was in. There was one day I went to visit her and the doctors, well, the nurses were changing her dressing on her back. And I guess she had like this really bad um, infection. And it was like an open wound 
like in her lower back and it was bad like really bad i i didn't look at it i couldn't but my sister she she her my aunt had looked at it and she said that was like really bad and she didn't even want me to look at it so i was like it must be bad and yeah um throughout that whole thing i basically saw my mom i felt like she was decaying in front of me like her feet her toes were were black and they were like shrinking if that makes sense like they were just it was it was sad like to see my mom like that broke my heart and that day when they were changing her dressing and I was in that room and I was holding her hand she had um she also had a trach which you know right here it's basically to help people breathe and she had one of those and she so she wasn't really talking well and her with that actually um was really hard because it was hard because she wanted to say so much but it was like she was sedated most of the time and she would get frustrated trying to write on her whiteboard he had a whiteboard for her and it was just it was a lot but that day I remember I was looking at her. I'm telling her, like, it's okay, mom. Like, I'm here. You know, don't worry. I'm here. Miriam, give us some reassurance. And she's just, like, screaming but mute because she couldn't talk. And, like, the way the pain I seen in her face that day, like, broke my heart. Like, I was just, like, I remember I left out of there. They gave her some medication. I gave her a kiss. Then I went into my car. I sat in my car and I cried. I cried. Because I was like, yo. I was like, I feel like it's hard. You know, your parents, especially my mom, like your mom, anybody, like, you know, you have that parent that just cares for you. Like, both of your parents care for you. I would hope so. You know, but my mom always gave me that comfort, you know. I love and like when I was sick she was there rubbing my head letting me rub her nail and it was like to have the roles kind of reversed hurt because it's like I had to in that moment I became not the mom but I became the comfort for her and being being that comfort showed me a lot about myself a lot of that that I'm more capable I'm more capable of things than I think I am like basically after that after I went in the car I mean after I left my mom that day I went in the car I called my sister I was like yo I said no bullshit I was like, we need to put her out of her comfort, out of her um, misery. I'm like, she's miserable. She's in pain. She can't walk. She won't be able to walk again. Like, that's not, that's not a life. You know, who wants to live like that? Who? Like, the way my mom's health was, it was like, keep her alive. 
and have this disease eventually take over her whole body or start getting her comfortable and bring her around people that she loves that love her and have her last couple days on earth be beautiful with the people she loves so eventually say a week or two after that we spoke with her doctors and we decided to burn hospice it was a beautiful hospice center really nice and <clears throat> april 5th i remember i woke up that day and it was a beautiful day like it wasn't beautiful but like it was like i was having a good day and when i got some chipotle bomb ass chipotle that shit was busting but yeah i had some chipotle and i was like all right i'm gonna go see my mom and when i was with her from like noon to like eight ish maybe nine i was there i was there for a grip my nieces came, my sister came. Um, I went to pick up my aunt. My aunt came, my aunt from New York, and my mom. Like, as soon as my mom see my aunt, she, like, she was she was sedated, though. But she heard my aunt, and she, like, no lie, she, like, opened her eyes and, like, looked at her. She was, like, responding by, like, squeezing my aunt's hand. And it was nice. We had a good day. Like, I know she felt, she felt content to know, you know. Like, we got her. We here for her. And, yeah, it was really nice. It's a beautiful day. My friend, Brianna, came, and she sat with me. At first, it was just me and Brianna when my mom, my mom was asleep. But she wasn't sleeping. She was just sedated. But I guess when she when she was sedated, they had told me that her being sedated, she still can hear. But she just can't respond. So, me and Brie was talking a lot. And I know my mom probably felt more at ease because she always said she worried about me. And it was like her hearing what we discussed and what I had said, and what Brianna had said, I think it kind of gave her some like reassurance that like, some reassurance that like everything's gonna be good. You know, like I'm gonna be good. So yeah. Overall, what I really wanted you guys to gain from this episode, excuse me, is to just be present with your family, be present with your mom, with your dad, anybody, anybody you care about, just be present with them. And don't forget that time is valuable, you know, make memories, take pictures, take videos, I'm so grateful that I took all these memories with my mom. So, like, even though I'm going to miss her, I have all these memories to go back to, to look at, to reminisce on. Like, you know, do that. And most importantly, don't forget to, don't forget people, don't forget to be kind. Excuse me. Don't forget to be kind. Because you never know. You never know who could be needed. You never know what people are dealing with. 
and what kind of weight they're carrying. We don't know. So don't walk around and be a bitch or be an asshole or whatever. Like, no, be kind and do good. Do good to those around you. And you never know. You really never know. I've had a lot of people that didn't realize one little act of kindness made my day. Made my day so much better. And I'm grateful for that. And yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Talk About Adulting. Next week, hopefully I will have a guest host. I hope so. And yeah, I love you guys. I love you guys so much. And I want you guys to know this ain't the end. Never, never gonna be the end of me, no matter what life throws at me. So you're gonna always get a new episode out of me. Plus, I need a life update. I need an update, child, because I got no tea to spill. But that's next week. <laughs> so tune in. Especially if you want to know what happened with me and Wood. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys. This is your girl, Sammy. And I'm signing off. <laughs>